Greetings, all you commanders, eagles, and angels. Welcome. You are listening to A Night at the Roundtable on bbsradio.com, Station 2. And we are your hosts, Hara and Rama here. Greetings. And um, we have our wonderful co-hosts with us tonight, uh, starting with our wonderful psychic medium and soul historian, Omina McGee. And then we have here our energy healer and bioenergetics expert, Vinayak. And then energy healer, Randy Miller. And author and channeler, Caroline Oceana Ryan. And what we will do is first is we'll settle ourselves in and we're going to have a little meditation time with our brother Vinayak. And Vinayak, I pass the talking stick to you. All right, this is uh, a wonderful opportunity and pleasure to be with all of you again. And if everybody can mute there, thank you. And let's all take a moment to just breathe. And allow yourselves to completely relax. Whatever you're doing right now, can you just take about five or ten minutes for yourself and just feel into your bodies by first noticing your breath. And where do you sense that breath in your body? And if you're feeling any discomfort in your body, would you be willing to try to just breathe into that area? wherever it is in your body. And notice that the creator self of you, the creator that you are, as soon as you put your awareness and your intention and your attention on into any area of your body, and if you will, are willing to just relax and breathe into that space, you might find that it releases that tension or that discomfort or that sensation that some people call pain. So just imagine right now that you can feel better. And you can feel more alive. You can feel more awake. Because you set your intention. And you bring all of your awareness. Right back into your body. And with each breath that you take. 
And the deeper you breathe, you might notice how your body just wants to relax and feels a little bit heavier. And you notice and become aware of the gravity, this energy gravity of Mother Earth gently pulling you down, making you aware that your Mother Earth is there supporting you, is always there for you. And when you feel that grounding energy, almost immediately, you'll notice another energy that's pulling you up. Pulling your energy up. Pulling your energy into the cosmos. Into the heavens. Into the skies. Far, far above your head. And as you feel these two dynamic energies, one pulling down and one pulling up, almost immediately you can sense or feel perhaps even experience this energy that's flowing down to you that wants to come through your body. This energy, which is truly available to each and every one of us. You might even call it the love of creation. You might call it the energy of love. You might call it universal energy. It really doesn't matter the label that you address or put to it. The most important thing is that you can feel it or sense it. Experience it now. And as you feel this energy flowing throughout your body, entering the top of your head, going down through all of your chakras, filling your body with light. One you could even say, filling your body with love. Can you sense how powerful, how resourceful, with even the potential of joy radiating and emanating to you and from you? Now, very gently bring your attention and your awareness into your beautiful heart. 
And perhaps you're willing to just allow your heart to expand a little bit more. Let a little more love in. A little more light. A little bit more of the sensation. Experiencing the energy body that you are. This beautiful vibrating field of energy. That if you're willing to, I'd like to invite you now to let that energy expand. And expand as far out as you can imagine. Encompassing the place where you live, your city, the state, the country. Expanding all around the globe. And sensing that energy now. And that peaceful, calming energy that you're sending out. Now allow it to come back to you. Filled with even more love. Vibrating with even more light. Expanding your own energy field. Even more. And in this expanded state of awareness. Noticing your breathing. Perhaps breathing a little deeper, perhaps breathing a little slower. In this expanded awareness and the expanded state of beingness, we welcome and invite you to relax, sit back, and enjoy the offering and the insights and the awarenesses that this team of co-hosts are here to present to you. And I think tonight's going to be a discussion of the roundtable. So uh, we also invite you to call in if you'd like. And with that, I want to acknowledge you for being here, for taking this couple of moments, minutes, if you will, of being present to yourself and to everyone that's here in this listening audience, in this now moment. I acknowledge you. Know that you're loved, know that you are supported. And I simply say, Namaste. And I pass the talking stick back to our host, Rama and Tara. Thank you. 
Thank you, Vinayak. Thank you, everyone, for being here. There are wild events unfolding that are unprecedented. And um, I can just say that uh, there's a lot of intense things going on with the sun and with the events on the planet. And it's raising everybody up. And um, I'm going to pass the talking stick to Commander Randy. (laughs) Thank you, Rama. Okay. I hope everybody's sitting down because the next 15 minutes is going to be a little bit mind-blowing. So I'm going to share the screen. Where did it go? I'm Jan in YouTube. and uh, Everybody hear that? A little bit louder, Randy, would be helpful. Okay. It has to do with the uh, Russian and uh, Ukraine um, crisis and the idea of peace. He says, uh, how can we elevate the souls of both Russian and Ukraine representatives that are uh, in meeting right now to reach a truce? Uh, I'm going to show you something. The picture you see. The the conflict of the war in Ukraine was given to Putin with this picture. When the Pope on 23rd went to the Russian embassy in Rome. In the history of the Catholic Church, more or less, ever happened, seldom happened, never happened, that a Pope has gone to an embassy. Open. The way what we see in this picture. The Americans and Western nations knew that Russia is going in. They knew they cannot touch the Russian army. They tried to arm from outside. But this picture, when I saw it, go back to what I said three, four weeks ago, I think it was an American teaching, and a couple of other teachings is the war between the Russian church and the Catholic church. The war you see today is back to the war between different divisions of Christianity. And this picture 
by Pope going to Vatican, Vatican, going to the Russian church, is accepting the defeat by the Vatican. And Vatican has underwritten all the damages, every bullet Russia will use in Ukraine. It was the Catholic Church which went to dominate the Russian Church, and the Russian Church went to this military, which is the Russian army, to defend the Church of well, Orthodox Church of Russia. They knew everybody. The Americans knew, the Chinese knew, the Europeans knew that they were poked by their Catholic Church to start problem in Ukraine that we forced the Russia to the Russian Church to have to become one of our becomes under our control, and the Russian Church would not accept it and ask Putin to wipe out to go and get the nation back, which is Ukraine. And Pope on twenty third knew that. He has to accept and on the rights, the losses. Please walk here to the Russian church, uh, to the Russian embassy in Rome, is a defeated man, accepting the defeat and prepared to pay all the penalties. And now the Russians have a carte blanche. Every bomb they drop in Ukraine, every bullet they use in Ukraine is paid for by the Vatican. So they have no limitation what they put in. The more they put in, the more profit they make. It's the situation with the Second World War, where the Americans sent soldiers to Europe, American GIs had a chewing gun, American uh, GI had a breakfast. In 1946, 1942, new present people of some of the European nations are still paying for that chewing gum because the American invoice you. Because they won the war and you use them. Now it's the same situation. If you go back weeks ago, I explained 99% Russia will go into Ukraine because it's trying to get the motherland back in. Americans were poking to put all sorts of things in, and the Vatican was poking them because Vatican poked them everywhere and they did the job. The Americans know they cannot face the Russians. There'll be a war, third world war imminent. So everybody is standing outside, barking like a dog, and, uh, and uh, people are literally wiping out the house, cleaning out. But this cleaning out is two ways. First of all, not allowing nuclear weapons to enter, defense technology of outside enter into what the used to be USSR, which Ukraine is part of it. And we see what we see today. Russians will be there. They wipe out. They use as many bullets, as many tanks. This is not a war. This is reclaiming back the Russian territory church back in order that the Catholic Church will never put foot into the, what we call, Orthodox Church of Russia. We could see this one three years ago. 
we knew this is coming up five years ago. Vatican financed the war, the split of the China. Chinese put them into Hong Kong and battered them. And Vatican paid for it heavily. Vatican paid for all the things you saw because they brought it under control. Because Vatican wanted to do what they did in Russia, bring Christians in. Diamonds flew in from Africa through the priests who came, people who came into China, and these diamonds were sold, financed, buyers, and everything else, and the Chinese were waiting for it. This is the other way of doing it. They tried to get rid of the communism to make a lot of Chinese uh, Christians. You make one billion Chinese Christians, Mexican becomes triple billionaire. But it wouldn't happen because the structure was there, they knew, and they looked after it, they found out, and probably out with an element. This walk of the Pope is the for the first time Catholic Church had to be stopped. They wore with England for 300 years, they won the Church of England. The Queen is a servant of the Vatican at the moment. She has no more power, even though you call it a in the church. It's just like you take over a company, you let it run as it is, we don't interfere. You want to call whatever else, we own it, the profit is ours. And this financing of this, uh, which Russia is developing to get the whole thing back under control, and the Vatican is paying for it, is exactly for the petition of if you go back a few years ago, when the economy in Greece collapsed, the economy in Spain collapsed, Ireland economy collapsed, Portuguese economy collapsed, and suddenly immaculately we saw everything came back to normal. And they all came out of the problem because Vatican did not want the what we call Christian, uh, what we call the structure of the EU to fail. So Vatican paid for all that. And then we saw immediately the, what I call the Nazi Rothschild family behind it. When it came balanced, they took the money they invested from Vatican. They appointed the German Chancellor. They took all the money out of Vatican to pay for the money they lent to Spain to Greece and the others come out of the film and the financial crisis. It's the same process. Now, Vatican guaranteed the Americans, you poke in, you do whatever, NATO pokes in, we want to bring NATO in, Russia said no. And they put their forces there, and Vatican took a guarantee in this embassy meeting that do not cross Ukraine border, do not come in our territory, keep the Russian Orthodox Church. In USSR, we pay for all the penalties. We were the naughty boys, we pay. A defeated man always goes to see the man who defeated him. This is a defeated man walking out of Russian enemies. Well, that's my report. I pass the talking stick back to Rama and Tara. Well, we need to explain, I think, that who that was. That was uh, 
Mayor Auntie Cash. Yes, that that was Mr. Cash. That announcement was made this morning at about dinner time. Yeah, and Randy, I couldn't really understand very much of what yeah. he was saying. It was too hard to hear. What he was basically, I'll, I'll, I'll summarize it in a nutshell. I'll, I'll send the, the clip to Penny so she can put it in, in her newsletter. Okay. Basically, the Orthodox Church of Russia has more money than the Vatican. The Vatican wanted to get into Ukraine. Uh-uh, not allowed. Now, like he said, the first time ever that the Pope walked into an embassy. He walked into the Russian embassy in Rome, and when he walked out, chin down, shoulders forward, a defeated man. Because, no, you're not going into Ukraine. That is Russian territory. Ukraine is still part of Russia. So what that means is this is a holy war, nothing more. So the penalty for trying to do that is they pay for everything that, that they they pay for it. So to me, I look at this from a higher point. Now you're seeing that's the fall of the Vatican. That's so the Randy, beginning of the fall of the Vatican. Randy, are you saying that the Vatican has to pay for everything that happened in Ukraine? Is that yes. what you said? Yes. Oh, my God. Every bullet. Every every expense that Russia has to clear up the mess in Ukraine caused by the church, the church has to pay for it. If that's what I understand from that. Now, and so else, what about all the dead people? Well, you know, casualty of war. That's how the that's how they'll look at it. That's how the Vatican will look at it. You yeah. have to you have to understand something else. The corruption that the from my understanding of all the things I've seen over the past week or two from people in Ukraine posting on all sorts of things, the corruption caused by the church is unfathomable. Absolutely. So, you know, we're seeing, there was another thing I've seen, a whole bunch of banks in the USA now are doing a bunch of different things and, and I'll have to find the thing. And I don't know, but it's just like 10 or 12 different banks uh, not asking for mortgage money, and you know this sounds like a precursor to Nasara. And Rama, check your email. I sent you stuff from Penny. Did you get it? Yes. Good. Thank you. Okay, I'll pass the talking stick. Are we done, Tara? Well, I was going to say that. Um, I have no idea what the bill will be. Uh, I'm assuming that the Russian Orthodox Church is going to send the bill to the Vatican. Is that the deal? Well, the Vatican has to pay for everything. So who who doesn't matter who's billing it? You know, if it's if it's the 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 Ukraine government, the Ukraine or the or the USSR, the Vatican's paying for it. And 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 you've seen the picture. It's like we understand something else. The cosmos. The people of the whole planet of Earth, they don't want war anymore. That's so, correct. And they so don't want it. Right. Now you have to understand, I think someone said the, the convoy in the United States is awesome. Like it's way bigger than Canada's now. How come they're not, they didn't say one peeping word about it? Well, again, again, ask yourself a question. Last week, since the Ukraine thing has happened, we don't hear anything about COVID anymore. It's only Ukraine now on the news everywhere. 
Yes, exactly. Because they're taking away attention from from other things. Exactly, Penny. That's exactly what, what they're taking away attention from is because Pfizer just released their clinical trial documentation, and there's nine pages of adverse reactions from the shots. Nine pages from A to Z. That's what they don't want people to know about. Well, has that been released though, Micah? I understood that was being Ab- addressed. Absolutely. Yeah. No, they were they were originally trying to make it so they didn't have to release it until I think it was like 2085. Yeah. But yes. but the but the the judge uh said no way. You got to do it now and they they were just they just I just saw the documents uh yesterday it was released, I believe. Wow. Yeah, the other thing I wanted to ask you, Randy, you made a, um, you talked about the corruption caused by the church is unfathomable. Well, and when you're talking about Ukraine, I'm going to make um, a wonder. Does that mean that they are behind? Well, they never mind. They are. I'm answering my own question. They are behind the funding of the Nazi neo-Nazi groups and all the rest of that stuff, right? Yes. You, you okay. know, it's it. Fund everything. If you can make, you know, it's like a banker. Fund all sides of the war as long as they make the money. So that's what the Vatican Bank is doing. Where's the... Uh, that's my understanding. Yeah, I mean, well, and, and I've already sent, and I'm just telling I'm telling everybody that I've just sent Tara and Rama a, a packet of articles. And one of the articles is the, and it was researched and written by a Ukrainian woman from Kiev. So this is not propaganda from the west or anything the lady from kiev wrote it and it's about a school that was set up to to train children they 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 were saying originally that it was for adults and it turned out that they had a kid even there who was in six or seven years old he was or maybe 10 at, at the at the youngest and and their really work that was five years ago and so they've been brainwashing children through these summer schools uh, in the forest, under the under the the guise of having um, uh, what do you call it, uh, woodcraft, and you know being out in in nature and stuff, she, teaching them how to use weapons and so on and so forth. So that would all be funded by the the people that would like to see Ukraine get, go down, i.e., the Vatican via NATO or however that works. Is that am I saying? Have I got that? I would say that's pretty good. Okay. It, it's somewhat the same thing they do in the in in, in Colombia and, and and the the all the South American countries where there's massive drug running. Everybody yeah. gets trained. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter who you are, what you do. Everyone gets training because that's oh. the only work there is in some of them. Yes. Know? The other thing and that's I, sad. Hmm. Well, yes, and and you can see the value of Nasara where where uh, the economics get straightened out and there's there's money and when there's money for people to live and to, they don't need to do these other things. So anyway, that's, that's why Nasara is so important that, but you, you made another sentence that I wanted to ask you about, about a bunch of U S banks doing different things. Now, what, what were you saying? You said, were they not asking for their mortgage money or were they asking for it? It was um, only a, a clip I seen a flash of, I didn't have a chance to get back to it because I was doing other things. So 
I'll research that while everyone else is talking. And when I find it, I'll share it. Yeah, because I, I just wanted to know what the banks were up to, because uh, the other thing that is not being discussed either with all of this that's going on is the relationship of, of Trudeau and, and Freeland and uh, uh, his, his um, deputy prime minister, whose grandfather was a, a Ukrainian Nazi. And she's, um, she's um, uh, going back to her, her Nazi her well, her Ukrainian roots. She's really, you know, pushing for the Ukraine to be a separate entity. Without maybe she doesn't know the history that it's still part of the USSR, or in which case she needs to be educated, or in the other case she's showing her roots, the other roots, and um, is standing up for the, for the current regime in in Ukraine, which is not acceptable at all you know, for a minister of, at her level in a government. But that's what she's doing. And she's also one of uh, Klaus Schwab's students in the um, the Global Young Leaders uh, mm-hmm. program. Just mm-hmm. so y'all know that. The same as Trudeau and same as uh, Pete Buttigieg and some of the other people whose names we know. So... That was all in the package I sent to Taryn Rama today. Not only that, but Freeland is a director on the World Economic Forum board. Yes, that's right. She is. She's got a whole bunch of credentials, <laughs> one way or the other. And we, they don't want, nobody wants us talking about this kind of stuff. But... Uh, People need to know this. So there's so this this thing that's been going on in Canada is like really evil. So I don't know how much the American convoy has been, um, you know, what's going on in the back of that either. That would be interesting to know. Well, Penny, uh, on uh, on the State of the Union Day, um, uh, they reported there were only twelve truckers in D.C. And they kind of flew it off like it's not happening. It's just forget it. It's not. Yeah, I saw saw something today like there was what? I don't know how many trucks and they're all just beginning to converge now. Now, where where are the trucks? Well, the last one I saw, I think they were going through Utah and or some other place, too. And they were just like, you know. They were all shiny trucks going down the road and uh, all dressed up in Sunday best, as it were. Are, are they just the, are they just the, uh, they're not, they don't have stuff behind them. They just got the front trucks. Uh, some, of, some of them were the full, you know, where the, where the tractor and the, and the semi and the, and the big thing behind them too. And I saw one where there were people waving flags and stuff. But it, it didn't have the same feel to it that uh, the Canadian one did. But I don't know what it'll be like when it when it gets to uh, the East Coast, wherever it's going to go. Did, did you say how many trucks that they said that were in that uh, parade there, that convoy? Uh, no. Well, I think they said, but I don't. Rem- Do you remember, Randy? You've seen it. I think over 7,000 trucks in California. Some It's about seven miles long, the last thing I've seen. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, that's yeah, it's, it's much bigger than the Canada one, from my understanding. Yeah. Oh, I am so glad to hear it. I just want to see it. Where is it? And I'm just going to say, too, that this is an appropriate time, ABS. Rama got an email from a sister of ours, and she said that she's got a package, you know, for her internet and her phone service and that with AT&T, and they pulled RT from everything in the package. She cannot get uh, a, a she cannot get RT on her internet on her phone nowhere. And that's <laughs> happened before, though, Tara. Didn't you tell us? And people called up and complained and got it back into working order. Yeah, well, she told us she called, and they gave her the runaround and a half. And they said you're going to have to just check every once in a while, see if it's back. But we're doing research, and that's all we're going to do for now. Well, and, uh, Caroline, I was talking to Taryn Rama earlier on this afternoon, well, in, you know, 530 or so, and I, I took down, Tara couldn't find a particular item that she wanted. So I went to look and I couldn't find that either until I went to RT World News. I could only find what she wanted on RT World News. And uh, I made sure I, because, and I, I kept getting an error I, I remember the number of the error. I, I kept getting an error for every one uh, RT thing I tried. So, and, and right now I'm, um, I can't, e- I can't send emails out. So I'm going to have to, after the call, I'm going to have to phone my provider and find out what's going on. Why can't I do that? And why, where's RT? You know, I can't get that on my, on my program through them. Well, um, Reuters, if you go to Reuters.com, they are reporting Russian news channel RT to broadcast on Rumble after big tech curbs. So it looks like they think they're... Curbs or caves, Caroline? Caves. Curb. C-U-R-B is in boys. Oh, curbs. Curbs. No, they'll begin broadcasting on Rumble. Um, because tech companies like uh, Meta platforms and Twitter restricted access to RT, and uh, probably other a number of tech companies are just restricting Russian state-controlled media, including RT and Sputnik, in response to requests from governments and calls to prevent the spread of Russian propaganda. Yeah, perfect. Oh boy, streaming media company Roku removed the app for RT from its Roku channel store globally. Um, Facebook owner Meta said on Tuesday it was globally demoting content from Russian state-controlled media outlets, um, uh, Facebook pages and Instagram accounts. So this is um, an across-the-board effort to uh, black out the Russian viewpoint and also just to, um, you know, to narrow it. The, the channel of information so that what people are getting is this the deep state controlled propaganda rather than anything real. Mm-hmm. Nothing and, new. And Caroline, um, lately in the last week or so, yeah, since the uh, Russian, uh, Russian Ukrainian conflict has been on, um, uh, we cannot get yeah we cannot get Manila Chan and the in question stuff 
and they've got different people up there and we cannot get Max Kaiser and you know Max Max Kaiser and Stacy Herbert have been reporting on the on the collapse of the dollar all over the place so they don't want any of that to be on there anymore so I'm wondering if they're pulling uh all these programs because of what they're saying and doing it but I still I uh, still have RT as a selection at Dish Network. The thing is, is that everything broke on the receiver today. I couldn't get Tom Hartman. I couldn't get RT. I couldn't get Randy Rhodes. I couldn't get, I mean, all these programs I, I, uh, I, I, I record every single darn day is not available on there. It's not recording. It stopped yesterday. So I got to get a new receiver. Now I'm going to just got to watch like a hawk and make sure they don't pull RT. You know what I'm saying? Well, they pulled RT off the internet from what I can see. I've just tried several times to get onto it and I get an error message. I can get it. Not a problem. I just logged into it. RT. Well, it's blacked out in the U.S. Yeah, blacked out in the U.S. Now, the People's Convoy has 10,000 trucks in just Indianapolis, Indiana alone. How many? 10,000. <laughs> so the yeah. convoy that's coming from Idaho is going to join the 10,000. Indi- Indiana. The people convoy is now 10,000 vehicles strong as they arrive today in Indianapolis, Indiana. Oh, okay. So the 7,000 rose to 10,000 when they got to Indiana. Yeah. Keep on coming. How many trucks were there in the convoy at the largest point in Canada? Don't know. All I know was 96 kilometers long or something. It was long, maybe longer than that. Now, let's see. It stretched out an entire province long. So 96 kilometers is about 50 miles. Well, 100 100 kilometers. No, just a minute. 100 kilometers is 60 miles. Yeah. So it was pretty close to 60 miles long. Yeah. Okay. So this one, how long did you say the one is that's in Indianapolis? 10,000 trucks. Yeah. So that has to be a lot of miles long, but they didn't say how long that. No. No, they didn't say that. That's got to be long. Vinayak just said that um, RT is available on Telegram. Vinayak, does that mean... I'm looking at RT right here. Yeah, Rama's looking at RT right here on on our laptop. So I got you... it fine. Yeah. That's well, I don't weird. have it. It won't come in at all. Who do you have as a service provider for your internet? Spectrum, Charter, Spectrum. Oh, I don't know who they are. It might be them that are pulling it from here. Yes, it's possible. Yes, it is. So probably we should continue with the energy updates, if that's all right, Ramantara. Yeah. Okay. Um, The other thing that was, um, uh, Benayak was searching everywhere, and our sister Sonia was searching everywhere to see the complete presentation of the State of the Union after the fact. And as far as up to this moment, they couldn't find anything but a few short clips of something selected, but not the whole thing. 
Ara? Yeah, Vinayak. Uh, sorry to break in on you, but the person that you saw is not the person that you thought it was. I just saw the clip because uh, Sonia sent it to me. And it is not the man that we would hope for. It's not Reiner Fulmick? No, it's not. Oh. So I don't want that information to get out there um, to our listening audience in a falsehood. I'm not sure who the person is, but I can assure you it's not him. Oh. So, in other words, I don't recognize Reiner Fulmick when I see him. <laughs> well, uh, I'm not going so far as to say that. I, I, we'll take a collection for new glasses, Tara. <laughs> I, yes. Well, Rama, you got to go look at Reiner Fulmick on that day one through day six and see if the one. I mean, Rama said he thought it was him, too. Yeah, I... I'm just going to go there right now. <laughs> just take a good look. I I will be happy to show you the the, the clip. Where did you see uh, it, Vinayak? Uh, Stone, you just sent it to me. All right. Can you send it and, to all of us? And we'll yeah, I'm going to put it in the chat for all of us. But all right, that's I just fine. don't want to get misleading information out there because it was very helpful. But unfortunately, I don't think it's the truth. So I'm just putting it out there right now. I'm just going to say that that looked like Reiner Fulmick to me. I'm not saying I didn't. It would be unlikely. It wouldn't be safe for him there, I don't think. Um, so I don't know. No, I don't. I don't it's think hard to know. Him. Yeah, it's hard to know. Yeah. Well, there. There's the picture of the guy. I got it right on the screen. Rama, you take a picture and send it to Vinayak and... They say that that guy, that's not Reiner Fulmick? No. You said it was the other day. I I don't think it is. You don't think it is. You don't know. No. You were trying to film it, so you... Yeah. I wonder who the heck that person is. That looks just that Reiner Fulmick to me. Mm. I don't need glasses. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to... It's hard to see him on that little laptop, you know, the image of him on there. Anyway, the larger problem is finding a complete presentation of the start state of the union. I had, I want one myself. Yeah, I've got uh, the. I, you got one on I think it's on YouTube, but okay. I don't know if you can access it, Penny. Oh, well, I, all I can do is try. <laughs> Okay. If I if I find it, um I mainly just read it. I didn't watch the whole thing. I only watched part of it. But if I find it, I'll send it to you. Thanks. And, uh, so we should probably continue. Okay. Well, Caroline, while you're there, uh you're part of this round circle table. <laughs> so I pass the talking stick to you. What do you want to share with us? That's fine. Thank you, uh Tara. Well, um, you know, I have to agree with Rama that the sun is at the center of so much happening now. I got an email from uh, a member of the abundance group who lives in Eastern Australia and their home is just underwater, basically, at least partially. And this dear woman doesn't know 
um, how complete the damage is because of all the flooding there. And uh, they're expecting more rain as well. Uh, last I saw. So we need to send light and just hold all of those dear people uh, in our hearts, as well as the Ukrainians, as well as the Russians being ordered to go into Ukraine. And the Russian people, particularly those brave enough to object and demonstrate um, about uh, how this shouldn't be happening. Um, Almost no one understands that it isn't all Putin at all. And I've you know, tried to explain to a few people, but the majority of people just think, well, if somebody leads a country, if they're chancellor, or prime minister, or president, or what have you, they're they're totally in charge and they can do whatever. I've actually heard people say that, you know, he's president, he can do whatever they want, whatever he wants. And um, this isn't true. Um, but I w- was talking to the collective earlier about everything going on and sort of said what the bleep is happening to this planet. And they said (laughs) with no small amount of, I don't know, irony and no humor straightforwardly said there's been a disturbance in the force. (laughs) That was actually their answer. And I, you know, said, well, I'm not sure how much more disturbance we can take. And does it mean that we're moving to, a place where the light will really reign supreme on this planet. And they gave me an image of a surfer and how we're all going to have to surf this tidal wave to the shore. And they said, look where it's bringing you. And where it's bringing us is a, a place of complete peace where no weapon will fire, no bomb will ever detonate, and where there'll be complete equality between all persons. Uh, if, economically, politically, socially, et cetera, and um, thousands and thousands of healing technologies finally released and a new, a whole new earth. And so look, looking at it in that, in that view, from that view, we can allow that the things that are happening, even though they are shock and people are suffering, it's to end suffering on this planet. Um, completely that there's been such a, a shock wave traveling through and the sun does have an awful lot to do with it. And there was also, they said this sort of, uh, probably I've said this before, sort of like a hard shell all around the planet. I don't know if they're talking about the matrix or what, but they said it's been shattered and it's just, it's splintered. It's just not there anymore. It's um, fallen to pieces. So in that hard shell was the density of the, dark trans energy transmissions we've lived under for so long and the intent to rule the planet isn't quite there anymore um maybe they're starting to jump ship some of the the denser beings i don't know but um i just thought it was an interesting outlook and what can we do except to call forth the presence of the Ashtar command to bring forth full announcement of Nasara and call in divine love at such a powerful level that it overcomes everyone's shock and upset at what is going on in their community or their country. And uh, not just react, but stay in the active mode of calling in light on a whole new level and anchoring it, not getting upset. Um, I, I feel like enough has happened that we've almost, almost lost our capacity to get upset at more people dying and more tragedy occurring. So um, 
in a sense, nobody wants to go numb, but um, we want to remain calm and centered. It's, I don't think we have any choice anymore but to move higher in vibration. So that's it for my corner end. Thank you so much. And I'll pass that talking stick back to you, Ramantara. Thank you, Caroline. Okay. How about I pass this talking stick to Omina? Omina, I pass this talking stick to you so you can share with us your insights this day. Okay. Well, my insights are probably a little different than First of all, I'm not getting into the politics of anything because that's not my mission. And I'm going to follow up with what Caroline, what Caroline was talking about because I think it's a great segue into that I will discuss in much more deep detail when I'm the host on the third month, on the third Thursday of the month, and people can talk, call in and talk about it because um, everything that we're talking about. Everybody that's feeling it or everybody that's getting burnt out from it, everybody that's getting numb from it, it's called vicarious trauma. And there's ways we can cope with that because it's affecting everybody on some level between between the virus being good, the virus being bad, the vaccine being good, the vaccine being bad, the war that's going on. Over and over in Russia and all what they're trying to do, and the whole economy of the world, so to speak, and people not knowing where to go or what to do or how to even uh, deal with this kind of trauma. That they don't realize that they are being traumatized. That's part of the problem is that they're not even aware they're being traumatized. And that's where. The problem is, and I would definitely like to bring it to the forefront that this is what's happening to people and giving giving out ways that they can cope with it and suggestions because vicarious trauma affects you spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. And I don't know if anybody on the panel, I'm sure you must know what vicarious trauma is. I'm going to give a very short version of it. That's where we are here see, feel trauma from other people or watching them being traumatized. I, I used to do trading this years ago and worked with a lot of people because an awful lot of it started in family violence where children grow up where they are not the brunt of the violence, but they watch the violence. And, and I have a lot of people sitting in front of me that I work with that are vicariously traumatized. And then they get triggered by other things that are happening in the world, especially with all the shootings that happens in this country and probably in others, but I only know the ones in this country. They, we don't know. The violence is like rampant everywhere. I do think it's part of the earth and part of humanity washing out and cleaning up because the more pure energy comes in, all the stuff is going to get pushed to the top, but we're all going to be traumatized by it. So that's all I have to say about it. The other thing on it, I just bless everybody because that's all I can do from where I am is send out love and blessings and the best, the highest good for everybody and hope that 
especially the people in the medical, medical field. I worked with someone today in the medical field, totally burnt out, couldn't understand what they were going through. And I put a name on it. And that just seemed to help because when you can name what you're going through, it gives you power over it. And that's our own standing in our own power. It's amazing how we can do that if we understand what we're going through. I pass the talk and stick back to you, Tom. Yeah, I think that's well said. I mean, if I can jump in there. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you Karen. Yeah, yeah. So back to you, Ramantara. Oh, my goodness. Okay, uh, let's see. Um, it's Micah time. <laughs> That's the talking stick to Micah. I, I know you've got something to share with us, Micah. Here it comes. Thank you, Mom. Um, yes, so <clears throat> I have a, a short clip. It's about five minutes, 55 seconds of an actual Ukrainian that is on the ground in Ukraine. And he's here to give us a better understanding of what's really going on. Here we go. Rang at 7.30 in the morning on the 24th of February. The dialer was my American friend from my high school days in the US. He was the last person I expected to call, especially at 7.30 in the morning. I knew immediately that the war has actually broken out. The beginning of the war did not surprise me. In fact, it's long overdue. What surprised me was the fact that he knew nothing about the suffering that the Russian Ukrainians had endured over the past eight years. Let me get something straight. NATO promised that they wouldn't move an inch to the east. That was a lie. And now we are surrounded by an aggressive military alliance. NATO gladly bombed Yugoslavia under the pretenses of potential genocide. Did they bomb just military installations? No. NATO destroyed schools, hospitals, bridges, cultural monuments, private businesses, and industrial plants. Did you forget about that? Did you forget about how NATO pumped money and weapons into Georgia right before Georgia bombarded Russian peacekeepers and civilians? Of course you did, because your media doesn't want you to know. Did you forget how yet another territory was ripped away from Serbia? Do you not remember Kosovo? Did you protest then? I bet you didn't, and I bet you didn't even care. Did you forget the invasion of Libya? If you're in Europe, you can't forget. Thousands of migrants are your daily reminder of what your governments did to that country. Did you protest the illegal invasion of Syria by Turkey in the U.S.? I bet you didn't. Do you care about Saudi Arabia starving Yemen? I bet you don't. Do you care or did you care about the illegal invasion of Iraq and Afghanistan under false pretenses? What, they aren't people to you? Why haven't you been vocal against the murder of children and civilians at Iraqi and Afghani weddings by American bombardment? Ah, that's right. They're brown people. They're probably worth less to you. Where were your crocodile tears when Kiev started bombarding Ukrainian Russians in the East simply for doing the exact same thing as the Ukrainians did in the West was to get rid of a corrupt government? Where were your crocodile tears when Kiev shut off electricity and water to Crimea? Where was your save the Ukrainian people when 48 civilian anti-Maidan Ukrainian protesters were rounded into a union trade house and burned alive while those who tried to escape the fiery hell were beaten and shot. Do you by any chance know who the who the Madonna of Gorlovka is? Do you know who the or what the Alley of Angels memorial is? Let me give you a hint. People engraved into that memorial aren't alive and they are not adults. 
Did you shed even one digital virtual signaling tear when the children at the children's beach in Zagres were purposefully bombed by the Ukrainian military using illegal cluster bombs? I bet you didn't, but that's okay. How would you? Your mainstream media keeps you in the dark. For eight years, the U.S. and its allies have been pumping billions of dollars worth of lethal weapons into Ukraine. For eight years, the Ukrainians have been waging a war with their own people in the east. And for seven years, uh, Russia and the people of the Donetsk and Lugansk republics have been patiently waiting for Kiev to adhere to the Minsk agreements. Should Russia have waited maybe 20 more years? You know, uh, the amount of years that the U.S. spent killing Afghanis? So whilst leaders like Boris Johnson, Joe Biden, Emmanuel Macron, uh, Olaf Scholz and Ursula von der Leyen have been virtue signaling about the poor Ukrainians, they have been robbing the Ukrainians of their dignity, making their economy run on loans from the IMF and basically robbing them of their future. And Russia is to blame when we were their primary trading partner. The West pushed Russia into a corner. Protect yourself from an increasingly hostile neighbor who wants to become part of a hostile military alliance called NATO and lose Nord Stream 2, for example. Or watch Russian Ukrainians get slaughtered by the thousands. The West wanted to fight this war with Russia until the very last Ukrainian. Remember Kosovo? Well, the Lugansk and Donetsk republics have every right to exist. Russia didn't set the precedent. Your leaders did when they recognized Kosovo. And final food for thought. Why was there no bombardment of innocent civilians in Crimea, even though it's closer to Kiev than Donetsk is? I'll give you a hint. The actual Russian military was there protecting the people. Here's another. The Ukrainian army has been fighting this invisible Russian army for eight years now in the east, according to your mainstream media. Why then did the Ukrainian army collapse within 24 hours when fighting the actual Russian military? And since it did, what do you think your tax dollars were doing in Ukraine? That's right. Your tax dollars were used by Ukrainians in the West to kill Ukrainians in the East, and you didn't give a flying fuck about it. So if you haven't been following this conflict from day one, and now you put the blue and yellow flag on your photo, wipe away your crocodile tears, please, and find out why your governments have been supporting those who have made a Nazi criminal, Stepan Bandera, their national war hero. Don't expect a good result from pushing a bear and a dragon into a corner. And definitely don't be surprised when that bear and that dragon begin pushing back. So if you haven't been crying for the collectively millions of the Iraqis, Afghanis, Syrians, Libyans, Yugoslavians, and East Ukrainians these past 20 years, but you're crying crocodile tears for Ukrainian military installations, wipe them away and think about what your governments have been doing and what they're still doing. And I hope that this eight-year story of a war started by a criminal Ukrainian government against its own people can finally come to an end and Ukrainians and Russians can finally live in peace. Well, he's, right. he's assuming, so, that, um, he, assuming that the average American has anything like the information on our news and channels that reaches your average European, we have nothing like it. We get maybe less than 1% of the information that they get. And there's no crocodile tears from, from activists like myself. I, I always object to war. And I, 
wasn't waving the flag when we went into Iraq and Afghanistan. A lot of us were horrified. They they tend to paint us all with one brush, and it gets a little tiring, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's completely fair. And I, I, uh, you know, he's a pretty, um, uh, <laughs> uh, he, he's fairly vocal, this fellow. But he is on the ground in in Ukraine, and I and I wouldn't say that everybody's to be painted with the same brush either. But uh, just you know. That's a bit of a better understanding of the history, which nobody really gets an understanding of with our Western media. Yes. Yeah, that's an excellent point. He needs to be yelling at the media and he needs to be yelling at the deep state and not the average person in the Yes, US. I completely agree. And I apologize for the uh, profanity on there. I just <laughs> felt it was important to share. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Micah. Yes, and thank you very much. And I'll pass the talking stick back to you, Mom and Rama. All right. Thank um, you, Micah. Yes, and um, I appreciated hearing the history uh, from someone who is a Ukrainian on the ground. I, uh, that is, that was, uh, I, and the, and it's not. I mean, it's not the general fear that people like Caroline are, you know, that's not the general fear. I mean, and, and, and yet it's growing. The light uh, is dawning on a lot of Americans. And, and again, as it's been said, the whole world in terms of humanity's vote for peace has been recorded. They do not want more war. And I, I was, I was at uh, Caroline's, uh, her her uh, her Zoom call uh, uh, on Tuesday, uh, and there was a gentleman on there, and he was just like, com- it, it completely overwhelmed him that there's something that they're calling a war going on in Ukraine. It was just like, what am I here for? What what am I doing here? Why? This is not what I. <clears throat> came here to be and do you know and then he got very excited <laughs> saw a lot of other people and we figured out who that is that was uh focused on when Bar- joe biden was saying he was going to appoint a special prosecutor uh to prosecute the pandemic fraud that was merrick garland Yes, it was Merrick Garland. Yeah. But I think he didn't mean pandemic fraud like this pandemic is a fraud. I think he was talking about um, people who took advantage, um, the big companies, you know, that got money during the pandemic that shouldn't have and that sort of a thing. That's what he was referring to. Oh, so in other words, they're going to lie some more. Yes, (laughs) probably. Heaven help us. Yeah. I don't think they can do it for too much longer. Anyway, no. I do know that uh, when we hear Rama give his report, uh, uh, I mean, from just last Friday until now, um, they're saying things like that they're rounding all 500,000 of these criminals that have been aligned with the murder and the uh, the violence of the empire and uh, and that's a big deal. And they're doing it as 
that I think that was on Friday, but we'll we'll listen to it. Omina, did you want to say something? Omina? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, I no. see I see you on there. So I thought you maybe you wanted to say something. No. Oh. <laughs> I should really mute. I keep forgetting to mute myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, okay, so um uh so Merrick Garland is is he, he, someone is going to get appointed, I guess, through Biden by Merrick Garland uh, to uh, investigate pandemic fraud. And it sounds like Caroline's assuming that means people who made a ton of profit and did it for just that reason alone. I don't know how they can just isolate that. No, in other words, I think he might have been referring to the people who took government money, who took grant money, you know, the pandemic assistance monies that went out. Some of them were very big companies, not just the the smaller companies that accepted. Some of them managed to skirt in under the wire and had less than 100 employees on in any one location. So they were able to take a lot, even though they were a pretty big company. I see. I see. So I have a feeling some there was a journalist who said, uh, you know, he didn't mean to say pandemic fraud. He meant to say another whole phrase. But, um, you know, he lost the thread a few times and it was just um, kept wishing Vice President Harris would step up and just take over. (laughs) Oh, my God. And afterwards, I was just observing his movements and he's stiff as a board. He can hardly stand up without holding on to something. And it was pretty obvious that he wasn't quite all there. Uh, anyway, that's my take. Uh, and we know he's a hologram. He's not a living person anymore. And I'm just saying uh, something's going to have to give here somewhere soon. And uh, we're going to send more love to the whole circumstance. And Mr. Reiner Fulmick and that whole team that created this grand jury, uh, 6, 18, uh, 24, it's about 27 hours of grand jury testimony of the crimes that were committed and we know that there's even more than they could talk about i mean you know they didn't say how many people are dead but they did say that tons of people died from getting the vaccine and tons of people got all kinds of long-term situations that are really really serious injury things going on from doing that and um then the uh the the virus is not a virus that's a concoction of things that they created to call it that so that they could make people sick and they could apply the whole program and successfully five and a half pretty much it's confirmed now it's five and a half billion people are not on the planet anymore from what they've done so something's going to have to give and and the readings that are what Rama's going to say are are implicating that 
uh, either Ashtar or a member of the Ashtar Command is going to show up on our television screen somewhere not too far down the road. I think I'm going to pass the talking stick to our brother Vinayak because I think he's got some words of wisdom to share with us. So uh, here it comes. Vinayak, here comes the talking stick to you. Thank you very much, Tara and Rama. Um, I have a just a, a question, which is, uh, Reiner Fulmer is, um, he's mentioned that he's going to be coming to the States to work with uh, uh, Robert uh, Kennedy. And uh, I'm wondering if you have any information about that, uh, Rama, from the Faction Three White Knights, and how are, I mean, they created their separate court for uh, over in Europe, and you already talked about the hours involved in the testimonies. Now, how is that going to play out here in the U.S. when no court of the land is obviously going to want to hear their case because they're all being implemented uh, or it's implied that they're all involved in this, the shenanigans that are going on right now. So how would he set up a people's court here in the U.S.? Uh, and do a similar thing? Or what's your take on that, Rama Otara? I would say that, like you just said, that they would set up some kind of people's court. I would like to say that what they said, uh, what Reiner Fulmick said, is that they went to every possible court in the whole world and they were given a flat out no. So they had to create their own grand jury court and they modeled it after the American court system, even though they did it from Germany or from wherever they were over there in Europe, it wasn't inside any court system in the, in it at all, anywhere. It was their own, court system that they modeled after the American court system. And that, that's where they did their presentation. So my answer is that the only answer is that there has to be galactic intervention. Now, I don't think it's going to happen from the ground. I would concur. That's my answer to my own two. My next, my next comment would be, what is the next uh, step? And, and like you said, it's really, galactic intervention at this point because um, I mean of what value is this court hearing that they did if nobody's willing to listen it, to it and what would they even do with it if they did bring it to the states and why would they recreate the hours of work that they put into this so I agree with you I think that you know, all we can you know, envision is uh, galactic intervention at this point because I can't imagine what they're. Uh, I mean, who are they even going to present the case to? Sure, they they got all these expert witnesses, but where does it go next? 
where where it goes is to the Ashtar Command. The Solar Tribunal on Saturn. And I could say these are the cosmic folks that lead into the as Patty Cota Robles and other folks talk about, there are groups of galactic beings that maintain and keep this planet and all the planets in the solar system in order. I comically call them time lords like Doctor Who. And this ties in with the events going on here that as we are out of control there are folks that have uh, a bigger responsibility that I even begin to know how to describe get to step in and but I was going to say that that makes a lot of sense that he is um working with Bobby Kennedy Jr. because Bobby Kennedy Jr. is exposing every day that the vaccine's not a vaccine and that the that the uh that it's uh he 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 exposes that it's putting razor blades in your bloodstream and um and it's cutting the vessels of the bloodstream and people are dying from it by over about a two or three year period and they're dying from bleeding internally to death. And uh, and uh, uh, Bobby Kennedy Jr. is talking about that. So that is exactly what they're talking about in the Reiner Fulmick six day event. They described that the grand jury, the grand jury, yeah. And and uh, to, we have a guest today. It's kind of like a not a, a live guest, but it's already three four. I'm not sure we're going to have time for it today, uh, but. Uh, We'll play it tomorrow or something if we don't do it today because it's 43 minutes. But um, uh, it's from uh, John Austin, and he's talking about the new gen coin. And he's also talking about uh, his products. And he mentions very clearly that when you get vaccinated, you get these little razor blades, atomic-sized particle razor blades that are causing people to bleed to death from the inside out over a two or three year period. He actually says it in his presentation. So that's a very good thing. And he's recommending some of the products that he's uh, saying can help with that. So there's. I add to that, uh, Tara. That I'd like to add to that. Yeah. Um, I watched a podcast where Judy Mikovits was uh, talking, and she said, under no can, no circumstances, under no um, under no circumstances should anybody who has an immune compromised system receive this jab or this uh, uh, RNA, uh, you know the. Uh, the modification uh, through the injection. And she has shown and proven as uh, somebody well-known in the field that each so-called jab or shot, if you will, 
will decrease your immunity by up to 50%. Yes. And that is pretty stunning. You know, when you think about that, we, we haven't even begun to look at the crisis that we're, you know, um, embarking on, which again brings to mind the uh, galactic intervention. So I'm hoping that, Rama, you have some good news for all of us tonight from the Faction 3 um, uh, White Knights and uh, uh, their arrival. <laughs> Let's put it that way. We need them now, yes. as far as I can tell. I just want to quickly say we don't want to panic anybody who had to get the jab or else lose their livelihood, which is millions of people. There are ways to detox from it. Um, Dr. Joseph Merkula has been a great help with that. And yes, Dr. Judy Mikovits and their whole is a whole documentary series, uh, Vaccine Secrets Reloaded which has a ton of very helpful information. Uh, the, the journalist, Jonathan Otto, O-T-T-O, Australian fellow. So there are ways to detox, and we're also receiving higher help from the galactics and higher dimensional beings. Um, so yeah. uh, we, you know, we are, we just, we don't want to panic uh, anyone. It is possible to detox from the deleterious effects. So, um, but let's please hear, uh, I agree with the Vinayak, let's please hear Rama's uh, update. Well, Caroline, I would just add to that. The only reason I bring that up is because we we need to let people know both sides. You know, the, this sure. is potential. And yes, there are, you know, resolutions, but they have to know that they might have, in fact, been put in danger. And that was my point. But I appreciate your comment. And yes, we always are looking for solutions. Yes. And if I could just really quickly add something. Uh, From my understanding, there's a large percentage of the jabs that were actually um, saline or they didn't have the other ingredients in them. So that's good news as well. Uh, And also... For those that might want to look it up, there's something called HowBadIsMyBatch.com, and it will they've they've done a full listing of all of because every batch is different. Some of them are not deadly. Some of them are. Uh, so that's another uh, point I wanted to mention for our listening audience. And yes, of course, there is absolutely ways that we can detox from these things as well. So uh, not to be um, you know, uh, not to, not to feel like it's the end of the world. We can fix this. I'm sure of it. Okay. Carry on. Uh, pass the talking stick. All right. So, um, if, and Penny, um, Rama's going to read now it's time, but, um, as you have something you want to share, maybe after that, are you, are you complete Vinayak? Did you complete what you wanted to share? I think you did, Tara, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, I did. Thank you. Okay. Sorry, thanks. I didn't pass the talking stick back to you. Okay, thank you. All right, so Rama, 
you want to start with that or do you want to read that first? Um, I first want to put my heart on my sleeve and say we really need help right now to get through the next few moments because I'm down to half a tank of gas and two rolls of toilet paper. And uh, Well, we want to thank people because yes. we finally were able to uh, complete the payment for BBS radio for last last month, the last week of last month. That took a while, but we got it done. And then we yes. got two of the four bills paid. Uh, yet we're not buying food or anything else because uh, those uh, bills have to be paid. They're past due quite a bit and there's no money to do it. Uh, but there was some good contributions that helped us finish paying for the last week of BBS radio and two of the four bills. So the personal things and the food and the kitties things and uh, their food, all of that is not available plus two bills plus another $300 is due by Monday for BBS radio. So I people could be generous and, we thank you so much. We thank you so much. From our hearts. Yes. <clears throat> Getting to the last eye of the needle here. This is uh, Friday. Um, I, uh, at 11.35 this morning, I received a text message from the King of Swords and Lady Nada. They said to me, Lord Rama, we know that you require assistance. Go write your message for help. We wish we could help you. We are rounding up the 500,000 war criminals as we speak. No details. It is all good. The story, the story is in Ukraine is one slice of the whole story of the hegemony that's been going on since the time of Mother Sekhmet, Mother Sekhmet's first and only appearance on Mother Gaia 13,000 years ago. The original story has to do with the sun and Nibiru. And here we bring in the story of the monoatomic gold or gold dust. Mother's wayward children, the Anunnaki, knew how knew about altering our atmosphere to mine the monoatomic gold coming from the sun. This is the key to immortality. They had technologies and probably still do how to extract the gold from the atmosphere. Meanwhile, the sun continues sending out more solar flares. There are triangular-shaped craft being seen over Ukraine and Russia. These are the Andromedans. Call them in. We will be seeing you soon, sooner than you think. Stay in the high hearts. Nam Namaste, blaze the violet fire. All we are saying is give peace a chance. This is Saturday, Rosa from Palestine. I received a call from Rosa of Palestine at 12.35 early this afternoon. She said to me, Lord Rama, I live in the largest open-air prison on the planet. 
I know what it is to live with war day to day. There is light at the end of this tunnel. The Mahdi, Lord Maitreya, is here. We say no to war. There are miracles happening every day here in Sheikh Jarrah, the Palestinian neighborhood in East Jerusalem. The starships are here, fully decloaked all the time. Stay in the high heart, even though it is challenging. Satnam Namaste, blaze the violet fire. This is Monday. This is a message from the Dalai Lama. I have been deeply saddened by the conflict in Ukraine. Our world has become so interdependent that violent conflict between two countries inevitably impacts the rest of the world. War is outdated. Nonviolence is the only way. We need to develop a sense of the oneness of humanity by considering other human beings as brothers and sisters. This is how we will build a more peaceful world. Problems and disagreements are best resolved through dialogue. Genuine peace comes about through mutual understanding and respect for each other's well-being. We must not lose hope. The 20th century was a century of war and bloodshed. The 21st century must be a century of dialogue. I pray that peace is swiftly restored in Ukraine. His Holiness the Dalai Lama. This is Monday. I received a text message from the two high venerable lamas who work with his Holiness, the Dalai Lama. It was 11 a.m. They said to me, Lord Rama, go read his Holiness's message. It is about dialogue and coming to mutual agreements without violence. The galactics are here. Make no bones about it. They are in our skies everywhere. Love is the answer. Then I heard Ray McGovern on a radio station from Santa Cruz, California. PirateCatRadio.com. They have been a thing on Pacifica Radio since the 70s. They were talking about Russia and Ukraine. And that Ukraine has always been part of Mother Russia. Satnam Blaise of Violet Fire. P.S. We have a new moon, Wednesday, March 2nd at 9.34 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time in Pisces. Pluto and Venus are traveling alongside each other. And Jupiter is in the mix along with Eris. Expect sudden dramatic changes for the better. World peace now, Nasara now. And today, Mars and Pluto were conjunct. And things are heating up <laughs> with that conjunction. Like I said, Jupiter's in the mix and 
heiress is problematic, but yes, it also strengthens the resolve of the light beings here, all of us. Yes, this is Tuesday. I went up the mountain to the very top to talk to the snowflake beings. It was 11.50 a.m. this morning. It was lightly snowing, and the snowflake being said to me, Lord Rama, spring is coming in. The plasmatic light from the sun is the energy of the platinum ray. Use this light to raise yourself up into a calm, peaceful state. Then share this calm, peaceful state with everyone you meet. At this time, Mother Gaia is going through a great transformation. It is about the return of the sixth sun, and Quetzalcoatl, the emerald serpent, feathered one, is here. The age of the sixth sun in the Hopi prophecy says the shining ones are returning. The captain, Lord Astor, will be briefing us at any time. Stay in the violet flame of St. Germain. See you in the light of the most radiant one. Satnam Namaste. This is Wednesday. The two high venerable lamas again. I received a text message today from the two same uh, lamas who were close with His Holiness the Dalai Lama. It was 1.30 this, this afternoon. They said to me, Lord Rama, focus on the mantras, Om Padme Hum, and Om Triambakam Yajamahe. Use the gold, the violet, and the threefold flame. These mantras can stop war. They have been used for this purpose for thousands of years. This is spoken about in the Vedas and the Mahavidyas are these angels that are part of this story. They work with the seven rishis as well as the uh, seven seraphim and sephirah that set before the throne of Mother, Father, God. And we're stepping into the realm, like I said, where the cosmic time lords get to uh, step in and correct with what is going on with the energies at this time. And the, the dark side knows about this, the deep state, and they are freaked out let's put it simply like that that's the reason they're trying to pull rt from everywhere they can because rt is is going deeper and, and they don't they're like trying it. to change the narrative from the pandemic to you know world war three they're playing with those stories that it's not good to give that energy and pluto what is pluto short for the word plutonium. Right now in the Ukraine, there is a nuclear power plant that is on fire, not to panic anyone, but they're talking about it on the regular TV 
Yeah, it, it's not Chernobyl, but it is a nuclear power plant that's the largest one in all of Europe, and it's on fire. And it's not good, and blaze the fire, fire and send and, it. And, and I wanted to just say, it's not Putin, it's the oligarchs that are controlling him. It's like what we just heard, what Micah had to share with us, this man laid it out in lavender and... Um, you know, our regular controlled media won't talk about this. Mm-hmm. And um, this is Thursday. Um, I received a call from Rosa Palestine today at one fifteen. She said to me, Lord Rama, there are Palestinian prisoners being beamed up from the prison in Gaza onto Andromedan starships and are being downloaded with 5D wisdom. Then they will be returned to the Gaza Strip to their families within a few hours. Here I asked Rosa, what is going to happen to these disappeared Palestinian prisoners? Won't the IDF be out and about looking for them? Rosa answered, there are many things going on I cannot talk about. It is all good. And it is all about galactic intervention, Lord Rama. There are similar scenarios all over our beloved Mother Gaia at the same time. The Earth media will not talk about this. What is going on with this invasion and occupation of Ukraine at the behest of the Russian oligarchs? Forcing Putin's hand is about the United States oligarchs controlling the Western narrative into the direction of hegemony over Russia, meaning the predominance of the West in this case. The U.S. oligarchy over the Russian oligarchy for power and profit. And power without love, you see the result. It's like Jimi Hendrix said, when the power of love overcomes the love of power, then we will have peace. Mm And and thereby maintaining the old order of things, including keeping the Western petrodollar in place at the control levers over the entire world. Very big problem. Rosa continued, it is time for free energy. Mr. Cash has the answers. All we are saying is give peace a chance. Sat Nam Namaste, blaze the violet fire. Om Shiva. Mm -hmm. I passed the talkies. Well, no, you're going to play that. Oh, tell people what that is. It's four minutes, everybody. Um, Okay, this is the Dalai Lama talking about the new year, Losar. That began today. The Tibetan Buddhist New Year. 
Yes. Four minutes and four seconds. Here we go. <laughs> Okay, Rama. New Year. Rama. Rama. You can't play that because he's not talking in English. No, he's not. Okay, so. That's yeah. Yes, Randy. Or was that Vanaya? I was following it just fine. I don't know what's wrong with you guys. <laughs> you heard it? You You understand Tibetan. Is that the deal? <laughs> oh my gosh! I have no trouble with French. <laughs> the, the only the only thing it is, it, it, there is an English translation, but it's on the screen. And so, yes, he's speaking, he's speaking Tibetan, but there's a, a beautiful transcription. But anyway, no, and we're not all <laughs> that learned. That's oh, Rama, you could play it and um, mute the sound, you know, and. Read, yeah, uh, you can go start at the beginning and mute the sound and then just read the... Yeah. Okay. Here okay. we go. All right. Good for you. <laughs> uh, let me mute the sound. Stop. You got to stop and read the bottom. I am. You missed it. You don't have to go all the way to the beginning because that's that's too far. Okay. I'll just watch carefully. Losa, our new year is approaching. Perhaps it is the custom of countries everywhere to greet each other with Happy New Year. So we Tibetans also look forward to celebrating the new year. We do extra shopping for Losar. Family and friends get together wearing new clothes and ornaments. Um, <laughs> it's coming. Take that, don't get that. We feel refreshed and restored at Losar. New Year is just around the corner. And I am hopeful that this occasion, Losar, will be pleasant. Joyful and comfortable for us all, for those of us in exile. But most especially for our fellow Tibetans. Throughout the three provinces of the land of snows, all anyway, many changes are taking place. People from abroad also taking interest in our culture and traditions. 
as part of Tibetan tradition, we arrange kemar, buttered roasted barley flour, other offerings on the altar for Losar. We greet people with Losar, Tashi Dalek. Good luck for the new year. Isn't it rare for Tibetans to get into fights? Even everybody is generally festive and in good spirits on New Year's Day. All Tibetans, whether we are living in exile or in other countries abroad, and especially our fellow Tibetans inside Tibet, all of us, people of the land of the snows, are the ones to be tamed by Avlokishvara, in whom we place our faith and trust, and to whom we pray. As for me, as we say in this prayer, in the land encircling by snow, the source of happiness is Tenzin Gavatso. May be, I, I live in the physical, verbal, and mental representation of Loki Sabara's holy body, speech, and mind. For many years, this is how I have conducted myself. And I am confident that I will remain like this for the next decade or more. Since Ara Avlokisavara is the deity of compassion, it is very important for all Tibetans to cultivate compassion. Please keep this in mind and do your best to be good human beings. Tashi Dalek. And they got a picture of him with Desmond Tutu at the end. Yes. That's going to be there a long time, everyone. Thank you, Rama. That was wonderful. Yes. Are we done? Penny, is there anything you want to share with us? Yeah. yeah. No, not not really. I've uh, I think I've <coughs> had my my say about it, it all. Just uh, I I agree with the uh, I I appreciated the words from Omina about the the what kind the kind of um what did you call it the kind of vicarious trauma thank you thank you you're welcome that i found that really helpful too for the reasons that other people say that once you know that that's what's going on and and you we it gives us a handle to explain to people when the time comes uh, yes which will be soon and we'll be able to to help too because i know that i've been going through um there are days when everything just feels fine and then the next day i'm just lower than a snake's belly and it's just it's just and and it's very real that's the whole thing with vicarious trauma 
And when I do do it, I most certainly will go through all the symptoms and go through all how to cope. Yes. And, yeah. and some of the tools that people can use. And I think that'll be very helpful. I mean, we can talk about we can talk about it on any show, especially for the living, the the audience that are listening. They can call in any time mm-hmm. to ask about it. They don't have to wait until I do the show on it, because some people that's how they connect and that's how they get relief. Because if we're there and they can call in, then we can address issues that they might have. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always have to be what I'm doing. It can be what any of us are doing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, and I and I'm ju- I just keep thinking about about what's going to happen after the announcements are made, and and how people are going to how people are going to cope, and it's our um, it'll be our role to help them, and so that yes, I, I would that. hope so. Yes, mm-hmm. and I yeah. just found that phrase really really helpful. Thank you, Omina. Well, that's really I think that's great because now it'll relieve some of the pressure off you knowing that you might learn to detach from all what's going around you. And like I said, I always just have God bless everybody because mm-hmm. that reduces my stress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and it, it's related and, and it goes under the name too of Ascension symptoms, you know, and it, it, it though, although those are two, two different concepts, there's a relationship in terms of how it shows up physically and emotionally. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Everything Mm -hmm. does. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and so anyway, I'm looking forward to that uh, discussion as well. But that's wonderful. That's basically all I have to say, uh, uh, Tara. I just learned a lot just in hearing that phrase. Thanks. Welcome. And thank you. Uh, Thank you for bringing it up because... Omina, you clarified some more, too, in the process. This is really good. So, yes, I heard a voice in the wilderness. Yes, uh, uh, just a couple uh, brief updates that I just came across. Um, So the heir to the Rothschild family, Nathaniel Rothschild, Mm -hmm. today wrote to members of the British government giving his view that Vladimir Putin is the most dangerous man since the defeat of Hitler with Xi Jinping a close second, and explained that Ukraine is an essential piece that we cannot afford to lose in the geopolitical chessboard. The heir to the Rothschild fortune argued that Russia must be excised from the international banking and economic system. We must bring Russia to its knees through any means possible, to send a strong signal to the Chinese and to protect our global systems of norms and liberal values. We must be under no illusions. If we allow Vladimir Putin to seize Ukraine, it will send a signal to our enemies, Iran, China, and North Korea especially, that we will do nothing when faced with an onslaught of force. In effect, Our current path of lack of military action means that our global order is dead on its feet. I urge you to deploy more force against Russia and its proxies, step up information warfare to correct opinion, especially online, and send weaponry to our friends in Ukraine. Without Ukraine, the global order may not survive. 
And uh, one other thing I came across was um, Putin threatens to release satellite evidence of 9-11. Putin is going to hit once, but he's going to hit hard. Russia is preparing the release of evidence of the involvement of the U.S. government and intelligence services in the September 11th attacks. The evidence will be so convincing that it utterly debunks the official 9-11 cover-up supported by the U.S. government. And the list of evidence includes conclusive satellite images. So uh, I just came across that and I wanted to share that with our audience. And again, also, Amina, thank you so much for your uh, words of wisdom. Uh, Very much appreciate that. And thank you. Bless you, Amina. Pass the talking stick back to you, Tara and Rama. Oh, you just dropped a little, little extra, little, little ditty there. Right, Micah. What? I can say that what Omina brought up, I, for many years, have been watching this and experienced the vicarious trauma as I talk to the various folks around the world watching this fiasco, and I won't use any four-letter words, but I could just say that, you know, in many ways, I've experienced it, and I work with the galactics and the uh, all the kingdoms and queendoms to transmute it, and there are days where like Penny said, (laughs) lower than a snake's belly. And sometimes it's sitting on the clouds. And um, I I can say that many of the folks that I talk to have experienced this as well. And it has to do a lot with the time we're in that as the Hopi prophecy speaks of, the old ages are going by the wayside. This is the age of the sixth sun, where as Freddie Silva calls them, the shining ones are showing up. All the legends and stories talk about these folks and they kind of poo-poo it. And at the same time, some folks give it serious merit. And right at this time, you know, Mr. Putin has said, you know, at the right time, he's going to reveal all kinds of stuff that's going to lay out a different version of our history and her story. And it has to do with this Khazarian mafia that has played with the planet. Mr. Nathan Rothschild is one of those characters that, let's say, he's on the King of Swords list. That's part of the 500,000 that are going to be taking a little ride to Draco's. This is not a joke. This is not just fairy tale stuff. This is as large as I could say. Some of these stories, the only way I know how to put them into tangible form to grok it 
or for people to get it when you're dealing like with folks that are as crazy as Lex Luthor or Thanos from the Avengers. Uh, it takes some galactic folks to help step in. And this is why all the stories are coming around to say, you know, send more love, use these mantras we've been speaking about because they can change space and time right now. I pass the talking stick to you, Tar. Okay. Um, We're having something happen to us where we've got to get another receiver for our... um our Dish Network TV, because this one stopped recording on all different channels. So I wanted to play, I know it's late, but I mean, this might be a total of 10 or 12 more minutes. And it's Bernie Sanders was on Steve Colbert on Tuesday night. And I wanted everybody to hear what he had to say. And Tuesday was March 1st was the State of the Union. I think this is really valuable. So I wanted to get it on here. So uh, as we could do this, I'll start it now. Dara? Yeah. Uh, What's this about DeSantis? Fossey is in the witness protection program now. Fossey is in the witness program. DeSantis blasts Democrats trying to abandon an unpopular COVID agenda. What is that all about? I have no idea. What does that mean? <laughs> Do you let me know see. what that Let me see if I can play it to listen. Just hang on. Okay. Uh, how I can't get the volume to work. So you continue with your thing. I'll work on this in, in a bit and get back. Okay. We'll do this first. Then. So let me get the sound up here too. Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest tonight is the senator and progressive leader who has spent over 40 years in politics. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Senator Bernie Sanders. Congratulations to be performing in front of human beings. It's much better. It's much better than just shouting down a pipe. Now, uh, Senator, uh, you were invited, of course, as a senator to be at the speech tonight, but uh, I much prefer to be here. This is nicer than, and we're honored, obviously, but this is nicer than hanging out with your colleagues? Yes. (laughs) Yeah? Yeah? Yes. Okay. Well... State of the Union is always important, obviously. Um, you know, the all eyes of the nation are always on what the president, whoever is at that time, is going to say. But 
It, it feels particularly powerful tonight to see Biden describe in stark terms the fight between freedom and tyranny, the ongoing battle that is not theoretical at this point between democracy and autocracy. What is the significance of tonight's State of the Union, just talk about foreign policy, in the wake of what's happening in Ukraine? Well, it, it cannot be more traumatic. Um, what Putin has done it is so outrageous, it is so horrible, it is so cruel uh, that it is unspeakable. And there was a diplomatic solution. We were working on a diplomatic solution, and apparently that's not what he wanted. He wanted to conquer Ukraine, and we're seeing the suffering and the struggle that is going on there. But it brings, I think, uh, to the fore, uh, you know, what politics and, and what everything that we're trying to do is about. And you think back, Stephen, just in the last year of what this country has gone through. I think the president made the point that he made it. Well, let's be clear. This is the most difficult moment uh, in our lifetimes. And if you feel depressed and if you feel anxious and you feel confused, you know what? Welcome to the club. That's how all of America feels right now. You just think about what happened. You know, before Biden even took office, we had an insurrection led by a president who is lying to the American people, trying to undermine American democracy. We're now dealing with the pandemic which soon will claim a million of our fellow Americans and make so many other people sick. We're dealing with climate change. Scientists tell us we're losing the struggle for a planet to leave to our kids that will be healthy and habitable. Uh, we're dealing with an economy of where half of our people living paycheck to pay, paycheck. People can't afford uh, this, this dysfunctional health care system. That we have. And then uh, Putin uh, invades Ukraine. So this is just an extraordinary moment uh, in our history, and we have got to be tough. We can do it. The president is right. Uh, but we have to think this thing through, not fall for, you know, simplistic solutions. But if we stand together and have the courage to do the right thing in this incredibly difficult moment in history, we can prevail. I I'm going to take a wild guess that you're not huge fans with uh, of Russian oligarch billionaires, okay? And the president said they're going to go after them. The DOJ is going to go after these people to take away their, their ill-gotten booty right. that they got for uh, buddying up with Putin. Um, I assume you approve of that. Absolutely. Oh, uh, look. Who upsets you more, American oligarchs or Russian oligarchs? <laughs> We can talk about that. I, I, I hope we, we, start, we can start with the Russian oligarchs. We just put something up on our Twitter page today. If people don't realize, you know, it's not just that Putin is an autocrat. It's not just that he is a dictator trying to undermine what had been a semblance of democracy in Russia. This guy, we don't know. The truth is nobody really knows. But it is possible that he's the richest guy in the world, maybe worth over $200 billion. He and his oligarchs. That's true. But his oligarchs are pushing him to do this. Okay, continue. He and his oligarchic friends have stolen the property of the Russian people. The distribution of wealth in Russia is unbelievable. They got it all uh, while ordinary Russians are suffering. And apparently... And again, it's the oligarchs that are pushing that story. Same thing as over here. 
probably stole some of the military budget because that is one of the explanations why the military equipment is so terrible over there. <laughs> but seriously, that, that, so has, that has been speculated. Uh, Navalny, uh, who you know is this incredibly brave person. Navalny is not an incredibly brave person. He is an asset of the deep state of the UK under the MI6. And I gotta say something which I don't think is getting enough attention. I have so much respect for these incredibly brave people, often young people in Russia, who are out on the streets protesting against what their president. It's been called illegal. They'll be arrested. They will be arrested. God knows what will happen to them. You have, you know, celebrities who are putting their names in opposition to the one whose careers will be destroyed. So I think the point to be made is the Russian people are not our enemies. It is their autocracy and the crooks and the evil people who run that country. Okay. Um. I want to just, that's, that's, that's that for Bernie, but, um, Micah, uh, are you ready to play that? I don't think Randy answered you, but if you've got it and Randy hasn't figured it out yet, why don't you play it? I can do that. Just give me, uh, two seconds here. Two seconds. One, two. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. Um, now they don't want him out they no they they've never supported any if you if you listen to them they never supported all these policies that were so destructive now it's like you know we all want to be like florida all of a sudden and nothing has changed there's been no change in the underlying science the ineffectiveness of those policies was apparent long ago the destructiveness of those policies was apparent long ago and they were the ones that were dipping their nose into Florida's business last summer saying that two-year-old kids needed to be forced masks when they leave the house, saying that school children had to wear masks for eight hours a day. Now they act like that was something they didn't support, and they're saying that you don't do it. They actually said two weeks ago that everyone at the, at the speech had to have an N95 mask. Then they changed it. How did the science change in two weeks? It changed. It didn't change. They changed that because they knew it would be a terrible visual to have all these people there suffering in mass, socially distant, while the rest of the country is out living their lives. And so I'm glad that I think it was because of politics. I don't think this was a a legitimate conversion. I think they're getting negative polling. And I think most Americans associate these never ending restrictions with their administration and and like minded governors and mayors. And it's interesting. Because for every governor or mayor that takes restrictive action, mandate, lockdown, almost all say, you know, critical of Florida, how many of them end up on vacation in Florida over the last year, year and a half? And there's a lot, and there's a lot that many of you know, but I can tell you there's even more that haven't been made public because people tell me these things because, you know, they work at, they work at like a, you know, resort and they're like, Wait a minute, Steph, if I was working in their state, I'd have been shut down. And yet they come down here and they're enjoying all this stuff. So I'm glad that they have pivoted off of it. 
Um, I think it's been really damaging, and I think you're going to continue to see problems with um, with what we're seeing with with some of the school children, how they were treated in a lot of these different parts of the country. I mean, can you imagine like you're in Chicago or Los Angeles or some of these places, and you can't get your kid in school for the entire year last year, or you'd go in one day a week, and then forget about the, the all the mitigation once you're in school. But that is a huge, huge thing. That's going to have huge ramifications far into the future. And, uh, and, and they were responsible for doing that. We stood up for kids in Florida. We stood up for parents. We stood up for education because we thought it was important. Um, and I think our kids are going to be much better off than a lot of these kids in these other states. And, you know, even to that day last night, you have them saying no masks in the Capitol, which I support. But then they're still forcing kids in, in elementary school in certain parts of the country uh, to do this. And so I'm glad that the conversion has happened. I don't think it's necessarily genuine. I think it's more driven by political science. But here's, I think, the stakes for just people in Florida and throughout the country. You know, once we get through that midterm election, um, I think people that are of that mindset will probably look to clamp down again. And so the only way you could be sure that your freedoms are going to be uh, respected is to make sure that you're supporting people who have a demonstrative record, demonstrated a record of actually supporting your freedoms. Yes, sir. Uh, so that's uh, Governor Ron DeSantis from Florida speaking there for our listening audience. Oh, so Micah, why was you? Why did you play it, and what did you want to make the point of? Uh, well, that's the one that Randy sent me uh, or sent us to play, but I don't think I heard anything about Fauci being in witness protection program, which is what the uh, title is on the um, on the link. So I'm not sure. <clears throat> well, Randy, can you come in here and tell us what? Uh, that's exactly what it said. It was the thing on the link that I didn't play it. So. Obviously, someone has put the words there and like any post, you know, maybe they're trying for clickbait. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And you have to feed that Bashat, Rama. It's been meowing all night. Yes. <laughs> right now, Rama. <laughs> right now. How many biscuits can you give that girl, Rama? <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh, um, uh, please forgive us. Kitties don't mind saying their mind whenever. <laughs> Thank you for letting us know. But um, be it as may, I'll just say that Ron DeSantis has been labeled Ron Death Sentence. And he's not a nice guy. And he is not on the side of the people at all. He's on the side of the pharmaceutical industry industry making profit hand over fist and so he's probably on that 500,000 list that are going to be going for a little ride and not coming back uh, um, where this is this is really where we've reached that um, uh, the galactics are stepping in and we've already been preambled in this little gathering here we all have heard mother say that they will be picked up on starships and they will be taken to dracos 
and then we'll be tried there by King Dracos and his daughter, Princess Ardala. And they will be tried for intergalactic war crimes. And uh, this will not be missed by anything or anyone uh, living here. And the thing to celebrate, as Caroline was saying, as we've all been saying tonight, is that humanity has said in a very loud chorus, we want peace. And that is the word. And the people have won this. And uh, the people that Rama was reading, uh, you know, the Faction Three White Knight report from, uh, and every one of those reports, they're saying uh, that they're actually doing the step right before enactment of Nassar, which means they're rounding up the 500,000 as we speak. And that was the very first thing on Friday, last Friday, the 25th. And now we're at March 3rd and we're celebrating Tashi Dali Day. Tara? <laughs> yeah. I would like to add one last word because I, uh, because of what Vinayak said about wondering about uh, the work of uh, Reiner Fulmach and the rest of them. Uh, I want to just say again to, to everybody that the work that Reiner Fulmach and his team have done is right up there with the other four tribunals that have been held over the past, what, 20 years? And the information that has been gleaned and collected and sorted and so on is there for the use of those trials that are coming up um, on the galactic trials. So that, not that there won't be enough information in galactic terms, but all the information is there to, to do a trial with in, in the proper fashion across the globe. And that's one of the really main important things of what Ryan Fulmec has done for us. So I just wanted to make that point. That's all. And, and Penny, uh, yeah? I, I know that everybody hears you and, and has, has agreement with that. And what we're asking is for the intervention now that we require in order to get it on a global scale and to uh, bypass the CEOs of the controlling medias uh, across the planet. So yeah. let's... Well like, like you have mentioned before, Mom, is that, uh, or sorry, Tara, <laughs> forgive me, uh, that, that um, there needs to be uh, a full accountability prior to them intervening. And from my uh, outlook on what Reiner has done, he's laid the groundwork for that to be put in place. Well, I would say it's full accountability that they have, have done for that, but it has to be, it has to be. Um, it has to be aired on a global scale and uh, all the media has, has been uh, you, you, the CEOs won't let it happen. So that requires intervention that requires, it's not that they can't intervene. They can, they have been intervening, Micah. It's not that they have to wait for something, but they're not, it's not valid for them just to do it for us because then the people don't learn anything and they don't uh, make, 
make uh, changes in their own personal way of living in the lifestyle. And that's really the purpose that we're here, here, not just here tonight on this night round table, but tomorrow and Saturday, uh, we, we are uh, creating the forum to listen to great minds speak on the only topic there is, is world peace now, right now. And uh, the people have spoken, so we must follow through. The other thing, just to, just as a reminder, Rama did say that the, the uh, from a week ago, I think it was, that they, they were already starting to round up the 500,000. Now, that'll take a little while, um, but that's already happening too, Tara. That's already happening. That's another reason I'm thinking, even though I didn't recognize that that was Merritt Garland, it's no mistake that I thought it was Reiner Fulmick. And it might as well be Reiner Fulmick because uh, speaking to the issue of going after, you know, and they're going to go after the money people that took money from Kitty Potts uh under the sly you might say but that's not the whole story of it but it's a part of it you know it's got to continue now and then that it's another foot in the door and it, and to me it might as well have been reiner fulmick because um i listened to as much as i could and i know i got plenty more to listen to of those 27 hours uh, uh i you know three o'clock in the morning and i'm still wincing trying to keep my my attention but uh never mind there's a a number of us that have listened to every square inch of what's been said there and it's going to grow it's going to continue to grow it's not going to go away even though you know they're pulling rt off of the board everywhere they can they're trying to they're trying to block rt in the whole world that just makes the people say i want to hear this where the heck you know, uh, and why are you doing this? And there's going to be people just like, uh, was it you, Micah, that said you found, no, it was you, Penny. You found it on the world net or something, something you called it, the world something. Um, I, were you, I'm not sure. Are you referring to the global, the, the global youth leaders? No, the, the, the RT you found. Oh, yeah, I found it on RT World News, yes, as opposed to RT Headlines. Yeah, so I, I, don't, I yeah. don't know what RT World News is, but that's something that you just found just today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's other ways. There's more than one way to skin the cat, they said, and I shouldn't say that so loud in this cat house over here. <laughs> No, but one, it's, I think it's another example of when one, one door closes another, another two or three open. In in this case, it's all you have to do is look for that door and you'll find it. Okay. Yeah. So Caroline, is there something else rumbling around in your head that you want to share? (laughs) No. Well, uh, just one tiny point that Rama, I believe said that all money, Padmehom, that mantra has been used to stop wars for thousands of years. Is that was that correct? Did Rama say that? Rama, did you hear that? Caroline was bringing up that um, 
that the Om Mani Padme Hum Mantra and Om Triam Bakam Yajamahe Sugandhi Pushtiartamama Barukami Bhavandanat Bhuktiar Mikshya Mamrutat, that those two mantras have been used for thousands of years to stop wars. Is, yes. is, is that right, Rama? Yes, that is correct. Wow. All right. We can all share that on social media then. Oh, yeah. Mommy Podmehom is very easy to say. And uh, my friend Emmanuel Dagger did an absolutely beautiful video with music he composed in the background uh, where he's singing that. And it's just, oh, beyond perfect. So, no, but why don't him. you send it to us and we'll play it on the air? Absolutely. Yeah. That's he's an astounding great. composer and a wonderful spiritual teacher. So, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for something beautiful to happen about that. Please do. We'll share it uh, manana (laughs) as soon as possible. And I just want to say, is there anything else that anybody wants to say or share? I want to say that the angels of um, uh, email programs have been working very hard. I'm back online. Oh, good. Yay! Oh, <laughs> That's all I can say is yay. That, that going offline like that has a very precarious moment in time, and I have a great suspicion of who's messing with it. But you got it back online. Thank you, angels of emails. Yes, that's right. I need angels, which means I got all the pictures, Rama. Awesome. That's good. Yeah. Okay. All, all right. right, everyone. So. I think it's time for music and I am, this is called serendipity. What happened tonight? We have no idea. This is going to be the way it was going to work out, but this is the way it's going to be going from now on because uh, the more that we continue this work, the more we get answers from higher places and they are intervening at every corner. And um, if there is that world RT world, whatever it is, uh, maybe you could send it to us and we could send it to our friend that can't get RT at all anywhere at the moment, but there's more than one place to get it from and maybe we can help with that. Right. I got it. All right. So we'll pass it on. And, um, All right, so it's time for Commander Don to bring us to the menu of the music from the maestro for tonight. Are you there? There we go. All right. Good night, everyone. We love you and enjoy this music. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you to our listeners. Good night. Good night, all. Good night.